Hey everybody, welcome back to Soccer Soccer Crush. Um, we still have book club. We are reading a woman's game by Suzanne Rack. Pick it up, head over to our Twitter and sign up in the Google Doc if you haven't already. Um, we'll announce that date very soon and it'll be awesome. And if you're not already following us at soccer underscore crush on Twitter and Instagram, what are you even doing with your lives? Do it. Do it. Right. We're going to peer pressure you into it. <laughs> um, it's where you find out all of our important news, our crush of the week, book club information, um, thirst traps. Come hang out. Let's be besties. Let's be besties. Yeah. And then you can tell all of your besties who are not already following us to do the same and to listen and subscribe and rate our podcast. And then you guys can come hang out with us this Friday and all of our besties at the Xavier women's soccer match on September the 16th. It's at six o'clock, bring a period supply and get to hang out with us and get cool soccer crush goodies, watch some super awesome soccer. We've had some awesome donations already. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. You guys have some fun rapid fires. I'm going to go first if that's okay, because it's funny. Okay. Do you go it. actually think Jack Grealish understands why some matches are canceled? I think so. I think all British people are born innately understanding monarchy. Do you think he could spell monarchy? No. Okay. I, I still stand by the fact that I think that Jack... Grealish does not know the difference between the, the queen and Meghan Markle. Like, oh. I think that he probably thinks Meghan Markle is the queen. I mean, she probably should be. Probably. I'm like anti-monarchy, yeah, but I'm very pro-Meghan Markle. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's fair. I thought so. Um, I have a, I have a rapid fire this time. I'm prepared <laughs> on all counts. Um, the Emmys are tonight. And in the supporting actor in a comedy category, it is... Lots of other actors versus Roy Kent versus Sam versus Nate. Who do you think should win out of the three of them? Okay, so I actually put a lot of thought into this. Oh. Not a lot. Like, I'm, I'm winging it. Personally, I want Roy Kent to win because I love Roy Kent. Professionally, I think Nate should win because his character was evil. And I think he did a great job. But for the world, I think Sam should win so they can see his smile. So all of them is what yeah. you said. You're going for a three three way tie. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know I had to pick one. Okay, <laughs> we'll let it slide. I'm, I'm not the academy, so <laughs> my opinion is not that important, and yet I share it anyway, like a white man. I think that Sam Obasanya should win only because of that one episode he did where he had to keep a straight face when the guy was yelling poop at the mannequin. Absolutely. <laughs> that is my favorite scene. Poop. Poop. <laughs> I mean, I think the actor who played Nate gave a great performance in season two. So I could see that. Um, but I also really, I just love Brett Goldstein so okay. much. He's always good. As long as it's one of them. I don't really care. Yeah. I know it could be somebody completely not even on Ted Lasso. <laughs> and that would funny. be wrong. It would be. <laughs> and speaking of other shows, <laughs> if you guys could give me one TV show recommendation of something I should be watching, what would it be? Hmm. 
currently. I just what sort of vibe do you want? Do you I need just, like a funny show? I just started Only Murders in the Building, which I feel like I'm going to finish pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So I'm down for anything. Because I just finished watching Blackbird on Apple TV. Okay. It's like creepy vibes. It's I like a true true crime story um, about a man who is arrested for like arms dealing or drug dealing and he drug trafficking and he makes a deal with the FBI to go to a maximum security prison and befriend an inmate and try to get him to disclose the location of bodies that he buried. Ooh, so snitches. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you suggest? I feel like I've recommended a lot of things to you, but do you still want one? Yes. Okay. I recommend the show to a lot of people. I really like Vincenzo. It's a Korean drama, but it's, it's really good. Like there's lots of twists and turns, which I like. It's never what you think it's going to be. And it's absolutely hilarious. Like it has those secondary characters that are just so funny. It's like, what, what, but it's, it, it's a really good show. I like it. It's about an Italian Korean lawyer who has a lot of money and he comes back and people make him mad. So then he's like, Hey, I'm going to ruin your life, but I'm going to do the right thing and help people too. Okay. Thank you. Good facts. I like it. All right. Headlines. Mine's the shortest. <laughs> it is. Tuchel out. Uh, I think that Chelsea made a very, very knee-jerk reaction in firing Thomas Tuchel. It feels like this was brewing in the background for some time. It To me, I would assume that it's because Todd Bowley and Thomas Tuchel probably did not see eye to eye on something, and this was just their opportunity. You lose one Champions League match. By a smaller margin than some other people. By a very small <laughs> margin. <laughs> And you inspire your coach. And Thomas Tuchel's statement was like, he was like, I'm devastated. And I was like, you know what? Me too. But, you know, I have to be cautiously optimistic because maybe Graham Potter is awesome. Apparently he's been doing great at Brighton and I just need to keep an open mind, even though I don't want to. I think that Graham Potter seems like a fine coach. Like he's done a lot and a short amount of time and or not a short amount of time he's done a lot for um clubs like he's brought them far but um it it did seem very odd like very odd timing way early in the season for a team that's doing fine and did great last season <laughs> like it just it just yeah very strange and i hope it's not over the reasons that i think that it's over and i think that's really dumb so you think it's over Christian Pulisic complained, right? American to American. We're like, we got to change Probably. this, right? Yeah. Okay. Same. I don't think Thomas Tuchel would have ever started <laughs> working with Bowley. The guy knows nothing about soccer. He wanted to sign Ronaldo and Tuchel was like, nah, he wanted Tuchel to act as like a sporting director and that's not his role. And yeah. I don't, if that had anything to do yeah. with it, I don't blame Tuchel for saying, I'm not going to work like this. That's not what he's there for. No. Yeah. So all the yeah, players, it just seems it doesn't seem like a good move no. overall. The players seem to have posted yeah. positive statements, so yeah. I don't think it was a lot to do with the majority of the players and Tuchel, but or the players that matter. Yeah, yeah. All okay. right, mine's quick. 
the queen is dead. It's true. Um, no Premier League for some time, which might be good for Chelsea to have more time with Graham Potter, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. Get used to each other over there. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool needed a break already because <laughs> we've been, guys, we, we are not off to a great start. Um, so, yeah, you know. I mean, does this, it sets up unrealistic expectations because how many matches realistically have both of our teams played? And just because things are not, we're not blowing them out of the water and winning every single thing, like, you have to remember, like, it's a whole new team. You have new players here and they need some time to, to fall in line. And, and it's been like four matches. Yeah. This yeah. Match it's not still happening. Anything to get sure. freaked out about. I just think that they can use the time off for a little readjusting yeah, because the, the uh, premier, the champions league loss for Liverpool was kind of, that was pretty bad. So. <laughs> I mean, I was like, Normally, I laugh at Liverpool failing because <laughs> when it's a club you hate. But when you look at it, like Klopp and Tuchel so evenly matched with trophies yeah. and like very evenly matched with players and points. Mm-hmm. And I mean, technically, Chelsea has a better record than Liverpool right now, which again, it's a month. But if you're looking at that, like, why wasn't Klopp fired? I don't want him fired. Mm-mm. That's not what yeah. I, I don't either. <laughs> when you compare it, what's the difference? Yeah, it seems, it does seem very, very strange. I mean, both of them are um, fantastic coaches that can turn the game around, like, whenever mm-hmm. they need to. And they seem well-liked by their players. Oh so, that, you yeah. Have to yeah. So, why not we just bitch baby? We're just going to blame him for everything. That seems fair. Yeah, I well, that. I have some uh, more uplifting news, but it is official, official on September 6th. September 6th, I can talk today, representatives from women's and men's U.S. national soccer teams got to sign their collective bargaining agreement with U.S. soccer uh, for new contracts, which have identical pay structures for appearances and tournament victories, revenue sharing, and distribution of World Cup prize money. That the men will never see. I was going to (laughs) say, the women are doing all the work. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, know. it's exciting to see them finally sign it and Oh yeah, for equal pay. Right. The women are happy, I'm happy. Okay. And if the men are sad, then I'm also happy. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're happy, it, it's fine, as long as the women are happy. True. Um, I hope this sets precedent for other national teams that they, um, start looking at this kind of investment into their women's teams as well. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Let's talk about some matches, and we all put down. We did. So one. Let's talk about a match. A match. (laughs) Since we last recorded. Wow. I did. (laughs) So you were there, Beth. I was there, yes, and I was not in the Bailey. Um, We had actual like four seats up in like two twenty-one somewhere up at thereabouts, and um, with Glenn and Peggy. And so we were in a, a different area. It was a different vibe, but it was very fun. We and, watched the last yeah. 20 minutes on our drive home, which was nice. very exciting. So tell us what it was like being there. You, I mean, you picked a good time to wa- start watching it because the first half was not great. Like I kept, like I just kept double checking the stand standings. Like I thought San Jose wasn't good, and we seem to be pretty evenly matched right now. And uh, Celentano had a great performance, though, the first half and saved 
a lot of goals and we scored one right at the end which was exciting and then um uh the second half it was just like i just felt like we just completely dominated it and yeah um you know we got the brenner hat trick we got a goal from kubo we got a pk from lucho barrial got a goal it was it was pretty it was pretty exciting spread those goals out a little bit would have liked some brandon vasquez goals in there too but you know you just can't get everything all the time so no but you can get six um but just just brought out the kazoo the people around us did not seem to like it at all they um people family next to us also seemed really annoyed by all of our standing and clapping um for goals which seems pretty normal to me but you know okay if you know you know they don't know yeah they don't know so they seemed like maybe they hadn't been to many games so it was very exciting because we did catch like the last 20, 30 mm-hmm. ish minutes with stoppage time. She was announcing um, for me because I was driving and she did a much better job than those cool <laughs> And um, because we were in Indiana, the, my phone did not know that um, that I am local and I should have been watching it, you know, FCC.com. So I got to do it through ESPN Plus. Nice. And um so I was just doing a, a much better job of announcing the match and giving Trisha the real updates of what was going on. I needed it. Well done. I think there was a shithole. I needed it. And it was very descriptive and it was very exciting. And you could hear the Bailey very loudly yelling, we want six. And, and it sounded we, like we want sex. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Which maybe they also want that, you know, maybe gotta celebrate somehow i did send a little message of condolence to our friend ivan he's a good sport he is i I was like i'm gonna try to trash talk you and he was like have fun at the game and you're like man nice he's so nice (laughs) and i think this was us i mean we were that team last year losing Mm -hmm. zero and i we haven't forgotten where we came from, but we will be insufferable because now we are above the crew and I love it. We've never got to experience anything like this before, like a, a blowout win like this. So um, not since our USL days. So it's exciting. And yeah. just an aside, um, fuck the crew owners right now for doing that whole campaign. Oh, yeah. You guys suck. You guys suck. You want and I love that the supporters are we go Morgan. Yeah, doing a counter protest fundraiser. Um, I think that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's so dumb, especially given there we we don't have, take a stance on politics. Stance on opposing politics on views that differ from your own. Let's be honest. Yeah. Also, um, Catherine brought it up yeah. that. Uh, oh, yeah. Salt Lake has named their stadium America First Field, so now we have to go burn it down. There is no yeah. other options. We just grab. Yeah, all it's a very unfortunately named credit union. <laughs> Apparently, they changed the name after the Reagan administration, and it was gross for reason. I cannot mm-hmm. confirm. I did not personally look into it, but I was reading some like tweet threads about it so please take it with a grain of salt not everything on twitter is true but it wouldn't surprise me because it is utah yeah so if you have yeah true story around the stadium go smother it in farts 
And then let's fly <laughs> out to Catherine and yeah. burn whatever she wants to burn. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll help. Burn, baby, burn. Uh, MLS gonna absolutely. Uh, we should probably go talk to tactics and uh, we have a guest. Do we? It'll be fun. We do. Yeah. Beth, you look we so do. surprised. We like, oh, All right, we'll be we back. We do. Welcome back, crushes. We have M here today. Um, M is one of my favorite TikTok people. I was just, you know, scrolling for hours like you do on TikTok and came across this fabulous person talking about women's soccer and was so excited. Um, she knows a lot about NWSL. Don't let her tell you any different. And um, you can catch her on TikTok at M Woods. Uh, M Woods Casual. Yes. Um, and she's super entertaining and we love her and we're so glad that she is here with us today. Hi, Em. Hello. I feel that that's such a nice, generous introduction. I, I know little bits of things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you she would try to say that she doesn't know as much, but <laughs> I try really hard. <laughs> that's about well, it. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's like when you're a soccer person scrolling on TikTok, they know you're a soccer person. So they send you lots of soccer things. Yes. But for me, it's a lot of like men's soccer things. So it's very refreshing when they throw some women's soccer stuff into the there's algorithm. Not, yeah, there's not many, I would say, consistent soccer TikTok accounts, but they're growing. Like, I feel like every day there's some more popping up. So by the time we get to the World Cup, it's going to be everywhere. It's going to be excited. Good. You're going to be yeah. worldwide. Ooh. Some Ooh. of the MLS teams are starting to do tiktok accounts and do the thing where they like have a question up for players as they're like leaving training or coming to training and i feel like some of the nwsl teams should do that too i think it would be super entertaining yes i know that w a lot of wmba teams do that and i really those are funny those are some they good are. answers yeah very entertaining yeah. well again we're very glad you're here we would love to hear your soccer love story how did you get here what's the what's the scoop Oh my gosh. Okay. So like probably everybody, I played soccer as a child and I'm from a teeny tiny farm town and we actually didn't have soccer as a high school sport. So I didn't, didn't play in high school. Um, and of course, you know, I grew up with idolizing Mia Hamm and Brianna Scurry. Um, but I was never, I kind of thought I was not a sports fan, like period. I didn't like sports because my parents are Ohio state alums. And so you know, it's football, it's football or nothing. And so I just kind of shut it down. Like, I don't like sports. I don't like being a fan. And then, uh, fast forward a decade. And, um, I was very stressed out during the pandemic. Um, you know, cause I have five little ones. So trying to keep everybody safe. And I was outside like stress weeding my garden. And I was listening to a podcast by a comedian named fortune Feimster. And oh, yeah. she's talking, yeah. So she's one of my favorite um, comedians, really. And she was talking about how much she loves sports. And I was like, uh, I used to love sports. Like, what am I missing? That I like playing sports, but I don't like watching them. And I'm missing something. So I decided, like, I'm doing this because I need something. So I started, uh, I, I got online and I picked an NWSL team and I looked up their schedule and, like, that was it. I, I knew. So I even like missed the, the 2019 World Cup. Like I didn't really, I think I watched the final and that was it. So I'm like a fresh fan 
Um, Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I have not, it has not beaten me down yet. You know, like some, <laughs> some fans are like, like, I, I don't have, I still have the sparkle. I'm still hopeful, but I know that Priya will go away at some point, but I've just been like obsessed from that moment on. Yeah. That's awesome. What yeah. a great time to come into it too. Like, I feel like, yeah. What a great way to blow off some steam during the pandemic. It's so yeah, nice to good... sparkle and have hope. I know. Please don't I feel that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I'm on Twitter a lot and um you know, Twitter can be a little negative. A little and bit. that keeps that keeps me grounded, I think. And like I don't get too bright and shiny because that's that's too much. So it's a good balance to be on Twitter, I think. So which which NWSO club did you pick to be your favorite? Um, the Red Stars. And I happened that well, I had watched like one US Women's National Team game and I liked Julie Ertz and her. I love she wears like a light blue headband, and I was like, Oh, I like that. And I thought she was really good. Obviously, she's amazing. Julie Ertz is an amazing player. And I just looked up what team she was on, and then I knew like Alyssa Nair was on it. And I was like, This will be my team. My sister lived in Chicago at the time. And I was like, if I get to a game, it'll, I could stay at her house. It'll be cool. Um, so that was what I went with. Yeah. That's exactly how you should pick a club. Absolutely. And they're probably the closest for you where you are down here. We're not far from racing Louisville, but racing, uh, we went down there for the championship last year. We were there. We were there. I, it was it, it was a life-changing experience it was for me. So I had I love that stadium it's it's a really good stadium really for the women. it's an amazing stadium um I I just had like I said we got tickets for like a hundred bucks row one like you can't and like Ashlyn Harris spoke to me so I was free I was freaking out I was freaking out the entire I was total fangirl the entire time so that was a that was a big moment for me but racing is like 10 hours eight hours that's a drive that's a drive it's like a drive for us (laughs) we end up going down there a couple times a year to see some women's matches see that's really cool that you're so close although I do agree you should have one in Cincinnati I would love that well I haven't been down yet because my sister and I do season tickets to FC Cincinnati so it's hard to get down there during the season so not that hard Beth prioritize all right I will well women the problem with NWSL (laughs) is also that there's so many weekday matches and mm-hmm. and uh, we don't get first consideration in scheduling, especially if you're racing where you're sharing a stadium with some men's man team of losers. <laughs> Even the U, it's a USL, it's not a- It's mm-hmm. USL. They, they were our like big rival when FC Cincinnati was in USL too, so. Yeah. Let's be real. The women just totally shine there. So if you're going to Louisville, go watch racing. They're incredible players. Um, would you like to tackle some of our rapid fire questions about yeah. NWSL? Yeah, sure. And your soccer love. Let's do it. Yeah. So first, I think you may have just said this, but where do you think the next NWSL team should be located? Is it? I know it's ridiculous, but like I'm saying Canton because I live in Canton. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to have a Northeast Ohio team. 
if that can't, I feel like, you know, Cincinnati needs a team, but also I, I know San Francisco is coming because they have that ownership group out there of old players. So one of those places, I know it's not going to be Ohio. It's probably going to be out there. But so what would your um, team be called up in uh, Northeast Ohio? I think about this all the time. It's so <laughs> ridiculous that I think about this all the time. Um, I don't know. We, you just saw all the, all the problems we had with uh, the Guardians, like to try and rename it. I think it should be called the Grit, but that's Ooh. kind of an ugly name. You know, it's not a, not a I don't know. No, it sounds. I like it. It does sound badass. Like it doesn't have know. to be, you know, a pretty name. It's fine. Yeah, but like the dash, like that sounds athletic. The grit sounds like dirty. I don't know. It sounds tough. Like they're gonna f you up. Yeah, which I respect. <laughs> Who would you put on that team? You could put like some some bruisers. I'm a Calder Boney. Yeah, all the. Who'd you say? Sammy Muley. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah yeah she would be our captain you know <laughs> dude, when she squares up on people it's my favorite thing in the world yeah so you know what let's do it who do we talk yes. to? exactly we talk <laughs> who was yes. the soccer crush who can help who yeah, yeah. who can we get on the ownership um if your soccer crush offered to take you out to dinner where are you going and what are you ordering um okay where am I going? So by happenstance, very randomly, I was in Burbank, California, and there's this place called Lou the French on the Block that had, it was like a French bakery. And I've been thinking about these almond croissants. That's where I'm going. Ooh, that sounds amazing. That does That's sound amazing. Going. Yeah. Like I printed off a picture of them. Yeah. And I have a- <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I respect that so much. What are some of yeah. your favorite soccer TikTok accounts? Um, I love Allie Riley and Vanessa Gill are like best friends. So they have an account called Valley Girls. Okay. They're very funny. Um, I think, I mean, obviously Alex Morgan's are like professional. I know she's got editors or something. She's Alex Morgan. Um, Brittany Wilson is the backup goalkeeper for Angel City. She has a lot of followers. She does good content. Um, Melissa Ortiz is a retired Colombian player and she will talk about um, like how to get into, she's in media now. And she talked about her journey getting into media and she does like really, her content's really good too. So those are my favorites. Those are good. Who would you trust to take a high stakes PK? Megan Rapino. it's gotta be Megan If she's on the bench, and for some reason, Lola Banta is on her team. It's Lola Banta because you know you're going to get a good celebration after. So Pino, Lola Banta, for sure. One of those two. I think those are great. Uh, and you know that that mm-hmm. PK is going to, you're going to score. Probably. No, yeah. They're mm-hmm. not missing PKs. No. Which coach would you like to get a drink of your choice with? Laura Harvey. Laura Harvey seems, um, she's well-liked. I, I feel like, you know, Jess Fishlock really respects her. Anytime she talks about her. Um, and Laura Har- Harvey always looks like comfy. Like she wears comfy clothes. 
and that's the vibe I want to go out with yeah. you know I don't want to I can't go get a drink with like Megan Rapinoe because she's so fashionable that's too high be hard to match yeah <laughs> it's hard to match that energy yeah. yeah I get it yeah is there a match you wish you could have watched in person uh opening city opening angel city match like did you guys watch that or like any of the highlights I saw some of it it was so okay you're either in two camps of Angel City you're like I don't like them because they're Angel City or I do like them because they're sparkly in Angel City and I have been wooed by Angel City like I love the sparkle I love the energy yeah, so I'm I'm into Angel City like that opening like the fireworks and the smoke and um yeah, I think the only other club that is doing it as good as them is maybe maybe Kansas City. Like Kansas City is like up in their game. So, opening match of of that one with like all the fanfare and they won. Would have been a good one. It would have. If you have the power to change, add, or remove any soccer rule, what would you change, add, or remove? You can't pass back to the goalie. No more of that. Okay. Because I get too nervous. I can't. The amount of times that the goalie whiffs, like I just watched a clip of um, Jane Campbell. She missed the ball. Simone Charlie just walked it in the goal. We're not doing that anymore. It's too nerve wracking. Agreed. That will help my anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've had someone say that. But you're right. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm gonna I agree. Is it offsides? I, I thought about offsides. So that would be get rid of the offside rule. I think a lot of people want to be able to just like sub whenever, like have players run in and out. We get that one sometimes. Oh, like a like a hockey. Like hockey. Mm-hmm. My idea is that after penalty kicks, if it's still tied, the manager should fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> that is a who would win that? Like Kim Bjorkergren is like seven feet tall. Go with a round of fisticuffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just some bare knuckle boxing, you know, just Kate, some very light violence. Oh, light violence. <laughs> Casey Stoney, though, she's got the eyes that she would just mess people mm-hmm. up. Yeah. <laughs> um what is one of your favorite defining moments in women's soccer um Ashley Sanchez had a the funniest little chip in when they beat when the Washington Spirit beat OL Reign to make it to the championship they were tied 1-1 Ashley Sanchez like chipped it over the goalie like a little and she was so surprised it went in and they, they, won, they ended up winning two to one and, you know, the rest is history and they go on to win it all. Yeah, they do. That was, that was crazy. That was a game. That was a good game. Which yeah. three soccer players do you want on your zombie apocalypse team? As a side note, you are allowed to pick people you don't like if you want to sacrifice them. I never even thought of that. The problem is whatever group I pick, I will be the slowest one. (laughs) So I've got to make them like me. So they'll feel bad about leaving me behind. We're going with a team of Alyssa Nair, Alana Cook. They're staring people down because they got that scowl. 
and uh, Midge Purse, because I think she's probably the smartest person in the NWSL. That's her. Yeah, either her or Nadia Nadine. <gasps> Dr. Oh my gosh. You gotta have a doctor. That's also a good idea. It's hard to choose. It is hard to choose. I'm gonna go with my original team. That's fair. It's a great team. Yeah. You might run into Dr. Nadine mm-hmm. and she might take pity upon all of you and be like, all right, now we're all homies. Let's survive this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can be super pitiful, so. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite song to pump you up before a match? Uh, classic. Space Jam, Quad City DJ, the original. Yeah. Very nice. When I am late to getting the kids to school, I put that on for the drive to make sure that I'm moving fast. That's an epic pump up song. Mm-hmm. It's it's very classic, yeah. It really does does do the job. Um, what do you do to get through the soccer off season? Um, I wrote down cry and take the loft. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah, I get so sad. I get so sad. I um think about soccer, and I'll make like I don't know. Last last off season, I made like these trade maps on photoshop and so like every time there's a trade i would do like a little carmen san diego map where like the player was going That's no one looked it. at them no one they was such a waste of time but like i was i needed a hobby i need a hobby so badly you know so we'll look I don't at them here yeah we will we'll share them we have followers yeah it's true oh, it's i'm gonna fun. need to do it again <laughs> What is your prediction for the 2022 NWSL championship? Which two clubs are playing and who wins? Um, I think it's it's going to be Kansas City Dash. Dash win it all. Okay. Yeah. You heard what do it. you guys think? Um, I want OL Reign to win everything. But mm, for yeah. some reasons, um, I would say, though, that this is the most surprising NWSL season for me. I would have never, if this was this time last year and you're like, hey, next year, the Dash and Casey are going to be top. I would have said, no way. There is no way. The Dash is killing it. They've, they've got to go all the way. If they don't, it'll be a shame. It, they, they have the, the same vibe that the spirit, like a team of destiny. I feel like they're turning the corner into that. Now, Kansas City, I think, also has it, but O.L. Reign has enough talent to blow anything up. What? The Thorns also have a lot of talent. I don't know. It's going to be a, it's NWSL, it's chaos. I don't know. It'll be fantastic. Is there a match you wish you could relive? There was a match earlier this year that I don't even know who the Pride were playing. I don't think it was the Red Stars. I think it was just a random game. And they were down three to one. And they scored at the second minute of extra time and the seventh minute of extra time. And then they, oh, wait, maybe they were down one. And then they, but they ended up winning. And it was those things you can't even script. That's, that's, that's the one wild um which nwsl team would you relegate if you could i don't okay so i just do american soccer 
I am very like my 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 frame of reference for relegation is Ted Lasso. Yeah, pretty much fair. So okay, is that it? Just means like the worst team so that gets kicked out of the league. So the bottom three teams in the Premier League with the fewest amount of points get relegated to the league below, and then the three high, not necessarily the three highest scoring points, but in the other league, the first two get promoted, and then teams okay. three and four will play each other to see who gets promoted. Hmm. And then they play the entire next season in the Premier League, and depending on points, they can potentially be relegated or stay promoted. Wow. If you felt And this can be an unfair, you can unfairly relegate someone. So if there's just a team that's just messing with your team's success and you want to relegate them, relegate them. Bye. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Um, Is it? Shoot, this is hard because I do dislike some teams, but there are players on that team that I'm like obsessed with. That's you know, okay. like they can get traded and go to a better team yeah. the following year. It's okay. Okay, we're gonna trade off all my favorite players off okay. the courage. They come to the Red Stars, and then we we kick the courage out until they oh. decide to behave yeah. better. Relegate. There you go. Done. Yeah, yeah. Who is your favorite no. person slash people to watch soccer with? um I nobody likes to watch soccer with me like (laughs) I I, so mean you know right okay so I watch I have five children and when I take the clicker they know that I'm about to turn on soccer and so they immediately like erupt in a chorus of like no no soccer (laughs) no please don't how many terrible children shows have you watched with them (laughs) all of them all the terrible all of them and I birthed them like yeah, yeah. You, know you. you owe me you owe me so but then they will like pick a team that they like so they'll be like oh I want the white team to win and then we like talk crap so that's fun yeah um I I do like my husband is pretty darn knowledgeable for not really caring mm-hmm. um so if he sits down and watches a game with me I'll quiz him which is fun like he called Rose Lavelle. He's like, it's that uh, little Irish girl from Ohio. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> you know, That's the little, little Irish girl. And I was like, you know who it is. She's like, yeah, Lavelle. <laughs> so yes. he got there. Uh, what do you think is the most iconic uh, goal celebration? Oh, it's gotta be, it's the Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Yeah. I mean, you've got the Alex Morgan. I'm trying to think, are there any other good NWSL? I mean, there's I, there's probably a lot of good NWSL ones, but the Mayor Rapino is like Brandy Chastain is she's it's right up there with that one. Yeah. Those are all very good answers. Um I was trying to go fast because I know some people like to do not so rapid fire. <laughs> we no, do you're not so rapid. Leisurely fire questions. <laughs> yeah. fired. Um, which celebrity soccer club owner would you like to hang out with? I'm gonna have to look at my answer. Hold on. Now I forget. Isn't like Serena Williams? Oh, one? oh yeah. I'll hang out with her. The, the Olympia, wait, Olympia, yeah, Olympia, and also her mom. 
you would get like a threefer. You would get her, her mom, and her dad. And her dad is like nerdy cool. So I'll take him. But really, it's Jen Gardner. That would be fun. Jennifer Gardner, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, she's an impressive human. And I feel like she puts a lot of people at ease. Like, if you're going to put me with a Naomi Osako or a Serena Williams, I'm going to be too nervous. Yeah. So Jen Gardner has that put people at ease. So that's what I'll do. It would be fun to hang out with. She would. What is one player that used to be at your club that you would bring back in a second, either for talent or for chaos? <laughs> um, Sam Kerr is coming home. Yes, please. <laughs> she will be, yeah, Sam Kerr. And then Maria Sanchez used to play for the Red Stars. So she's coming back. So we're going to be, we almost don't deserve her because we almost squashed all her soccer playing love. So maybe we don't even deserve her, but those are the two I would like back. If you could watch any two teams play each other at any stadium, who's playing and where? Probably Angel City, North Carolina Courage, because I really want to see um, Sabina, Caroline, uh, Deanna Ardonez. That team is just loaded right now. The Courage are loaded but I don't like them. So I want them to come play at the, the football hall of fame in Canton there you go. <laughs> and lose. I want angel city to win, but I want to see them play yeah. so that that they're coming to Canton. Yeah. You want it to be a good match though. Not like a blowout. Like you want not to- a blowout. No, I want it to be maybe two, three. I want some goals. Yeah. You want them to maybe, maybe like a winning. stoppage time game yeah. winner. Yes. Stoppage time heartbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, maybe a couple of them cry. Do I, can I pick which ones cry? Of course. Yes, that's what I want to do. <laughs> Your dream match. Mm-hmm. It's savage, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could pick anyone to be on a match broadcast team, who would it be? Um, Fortune Feimster, for sure. <laughs> she's, she's hilarious. She knows soccer. I think she played soccer in college. And she's hilarious. She follows the women's national team now, so she wouldn't be lost. So it would be funny, but also efficient. Yeah, and entertaining. Yes. Entertaining. Yeah. I wish we had more funny announcers. Agreed. Some of them are just so boring. Yeah, the men. Yeah, mostly it's just men. <laughs> you can tell very quickly if they know anything about the league or they know anything about the players very quickly or if they think they're just a man so their opinion matters yes yeah (laughs) yeah all right final question biggest question Mm -hmm. who is your soccer crush i picked two that's fair okay megan rapino roy kent i love it (laughs) okay because i Okay, good. Because I was Googling player MLS players and I was like, I don't want to pick somebody that's like evil, you know, because you don't, I don't follow it. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. So these are the two I'm going with. Those so, are good. Good decision. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. Would you, this is not a rapid fire question, but okay. would you like to play a round of play bench trade with us? NWSL edition. Absolutely. I would. Awesome. Yeah. So we're going to have a team, three players. Mm-hmm. And of those three, you have to choose one to play, one to bench, and one to trade off the team. 
You're about to break my heart. I know it. That's what we do. I'm going to be so sad. Okay. We're going to, you know, that spark of hope that you had earlier going to be gone soon. We're going to stop it out. Sorry. I need to talk to you guys more. You guys need to talk to me more (laughs) because sometimes I get too hopeful and bring me back down. I don't know. You might get more sparkly after this. Who knows? Oh no. True. So we have, yeah. So we still have some NWSL options and then we have a few other just like random matches that we could do as well. Should we start with the Houston Dash? Yeah. Beth, you want to go ahead and then. Yeah, I'll go ahead. That sounds good. All right. So from the Houston Dash, Ebony Salmon, Jane Mm -hmm. Campbell, Michaela, Alam, Abam. I'm so bad at it. (laughs) Yeah. I have to trade bench and play. Play. You got to play Ebony Salmon. She's on fire. You got to play her. Yeah. Um, you trade a bomb. You bench Campbell. Okay. San Diego Wave. Alex Morgan. Mm-hmm. Naomi Girma. Abby Dahlkemper. You play Germa. You you bench Dahlkemper and you trade Morgan. You did it. Spicy. (laughs) I should not be in charge of anything. I I should be. Nobody should ever consult me on these decisions. I think this is great. You are just going on vibes, and that's the best. I love it. That's exactly what I go on. (laughs) Yeah. So we have the New York, New Jersey, Gotham. We have Christy Mewis, Midge Purse, and McCall Zerboni. Uh, yeah, bench McCall. You uh, trade Midge to the Red Stars because I want her. And <laughs> Mewis, you play. Perfect. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Angel City, Sydney LaRue, Savannah, <laughs> McCaskill, and Junendo. No. I have such a soft spot like I have such a soft spot for her okay um you play June Endo because she's such a a bright shiny young I don't want to squash your hopes okay okay play her you who are the other two McCaskill and who LaRue LaRue's got two kids Bencher let her rest Let her rest. She deserves it. McCaskill. Dang it. You trade, I guess. I'm sorry, Savannah, if you ever listen to this. (laughs) She's an avid listener. I'm gonna do I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. US Women's National Team Edition. No. Alex Morgan. Megan Rapino. No. You can abstain from one if you truly want to play. Don't know what the other four are. There, yeah, there are no rules. You get to decide. Okay, you bench Rapino because she's okay with being benched. That's where she is right now. She can be a super sub. She's a super sub. That's her. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you play Morgan. 
you trade Abby because she's got other side parts. She's got a podcast. She's got, she's doing <laughs> other things. You know, she's busy. She yeah. doesn't need the women's national team. She's outgrown it. That's fair. How mm. about Crystal Dunn, Trinity Rodman? No. Jess Fishlock. Are you, was that, is this a trap? This feels like a trap. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. These are super hard. Okay. No, this one's so hard. Um, Crystal Dunn. If Crystal Dunn is available, you play Crystal Dunn. Yeah. Um, it's okay to say that you want to play all three of them. I'm, I'm playing all three of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I can't. I can't. That, that's a... I don't know how you would turn down any of those. MVP, Crystal Dunn. Yeah, you can't turn down any of them. All right. I think it's Beth's turn. Okay. Uh, Mal Pugh, Carson Pickett, Jess McDonald. No. Okay. Um, All right. I'm going to rest Mal. Mal gets to rest. She's going to come off the bench. Um, oh, no. I feel like Jess just got settled in Louisville, so we can't trade her. Should we start Jess? Carson Pickett gets traded. But to a good team that she wants to be at. <laughs> you know, like she gets She's very happy. happy with the trade. Wait a second. Her girlfriend is on North Carolina, so Abby Ersig is going with Carson. There you go. In the trade. There you go. Okay. Sophia Smith. No. Okay. Ashley Hatch. Lynn Williams. No. <laughs> no. Okay. You you start Sophia. You trade Hatch. You bench Lynn because she's hurt. So she gets to rest. I feel like you get a lot of money for Hatch and you'll be able to like do some great things for your team. And she's from out west, isn't she? I think so. Ashley Hatch, she's a Utah. Utah, I think. Yeah. 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 So send her out west. She'd probably be happier. There you go. Yeah. It's for the best. It's for the best. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, no one puts you out of your misery. <laughs> this is really hard. This is really hard. Adriana French, Aubrey Bledsoe slash Kingsbury. I know she professionally goes to Kingsbury now. And then Alyssa Nahair. Okay. She Aubrey Kingsbury is from Ohio. She's from Cincinnati, Cincinnati right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want me to try and decide between... <laughs> Like, even my least favorite of that group is from Ohio, so I feel like I can't even decide. Like, a listener player, A.D. French, also play her. (laughs) Kingsbury, also play her. I can't pick out of that group. I can't. That's okay. You've done a great job here today. Oh, my gosh. Those are your tough choices. Tough choices. I would never. I'd be a terrible coach when it, like, mattered. You'd be like, okay, everyone, go have fun. I love you guys. Orange <laughs> spaces. 
I'm so proud of you. I don't understand. Exactly. I don't understand how these coaches are like, can you imagine if your job performance was so public? Oh. Like they just talk about like, oh, she's not playing so good. And it's like to the media and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I think about that a lot, actually. <laughs> if somebody came and did that to me, what I would, would it be uh, like? <laughs> I would, I would be a wreck. I would be a wreck. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You have handled all of our nonsense so effortlessly. But before we end, we need to know, <laughs> was this more fun than Bryant and me? Oh. <laughs> if not, I uh, feel like dub in you saying yes somewhere. Uh, I, can't, I can't do that. I would say the most fun would be like a giant podcast collab. Like a big crossover. That's yes. a safe answer. When we stop recording, you can be honest. Okay. 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 Thomas, she picked and us. And then the audio clip. For sure. That's right. <laughs> so basically you're going to play soccer crush and trade Brian to me yeah. <laughs> and bench all of your other opportunities. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, we really, really appreciate you coming and hanging out with us today. This was super, super fun. Where can people find you if they want to follow you on TikTok or Twitter? Um, I am on Twitter. Well, so casual is my handle and I try and tweet live tweet games and talk about news that I like and then I have a TikTok um and I do some soccer stuff and some not soccer stuff and that is M Woods Casual is my TikTok. So, yeah. Wow. This was fun. Thank you so much. So much fun. Thank you for having me. It's so refreshing to be able to talk to like adults that I'm not married to, you know? <laughs> so, We're glad to Yeah. Should we take a tactics break, folks? Let's go Let's take a tactics break. Thanks for kicking it with us today, crushes. And thank you so, so much to M for hanging out with us today. If you want to come hang out with us, then join us this Friday, September 16th, for the Xavier Women's Soccer Match. Bring period supplies and we'll give you soccer crush treasures. It'll be fun. It's also fun to follow us on Twitter and Instagram where we post fun content, polls, crush of the week, and info about our book club, hot takes, and sometimes a thirst trap or 12. And be sure to rate us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for listening to Soccer Crush. Soccer Crush. It just had to be different.